Right now, boys, we back at it again. The What You Saying podcast. We got Michael and the Bull in the building. <laughs> it's been a been a good little minute, but we are now lit live and local. We back in action. We back with it. We back with the malarkey and everything else. How y'all boys been doing? We've been living. I'm living all right. I'm living okay. I ain't mad at it. Wagwan, wagwan. In a minute, man. How y'all doing? It's good to be back. You know, you feel me? I hope everyone's had a great time of their life. A lot has um, occurred since we were last here. But it's good to be back, man. All right. Once again, this is the What You're Saying podcast. Follow us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Instagram. The whole shebang, the whole shaboing. Um, like Michael said, we have it in my for a quick little minute, so just a little wrap things up. Uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Uh, happy Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Uh, what that? else? Huh? We move forward. I'm not even about to explain it right now. But, um, <laughs> I know what Juneteenth is. If I get um, crucified. It's okay. I'm pretty sure you got crucified on multiple occasions rather than not knowing what Juneteenth is. Um, what else we missing? We missing anything know. else? Global warming? I don't know. Not global warming. Okay. I mean, I thought. I, I guess happy Pride Month to all the uh, LGBTQs out there. We could throw mm-hmm. that out there. Shout out to all my all my real ones. You know. Just love for you, want to love and be happy with it. Don't let nobody discourage you. I ain't about to get. I'm not even about to get that deep into it right now. Love who you love. <laughs> All right, we got a little. We got some things on the docket. So, um, let's start off with you, Abu. Go ahead. Let's let's hear about the soup session that you had. Ooh. I heard that you were struggling. I heard you got your your ankles taken. You've been. <laughs> we don't gotta say all that. We don't gotta say all that. What else? But um. So you were dog. You fell on the floor backwards, forwards. Stop the cap. Anyway. So enlighten us. Basically what happened was you know, I was casually in there. So what I've been doing lately is because when I go to the gym, I'll be I'll be tired already. So what I do is I go in there anyway. (laughs) Thank you very much. Um, so just watch. Yeah, what on. I do is number two. Go ahead. Go ahead. Come on. You still going? I thought this was a loose time. Okay. Thank you. Um, so basically I go in there and I do a little workout. I do a lot of cardio with the basketball. Um, just a few dribble drills to, to get my like handles together and everything together. And then I go and I start shooting and I practice on trust. Oh yeah. For sure, Michael seen him firsthand. Firsthand. So. You mean Michael taught you firsthand? No. <laughs> All right, let's not get carried away. <laughs> but um, yeah. So basically, we did that, and then a bunch of dudes started coming in the gym. Bro, this is just dude. Mine's a D one player in that. Two D one players in that. I'm sitting here just like, keep in mind, we go to an NIA school. We go on a N I what's what's a N A what is it N A I A yeah N I A yeah that type of school anyway that's lower than D three so I'm sitting here just like this is gonna be fun 
nigga, they're whooping. They are running. The the pacing is on. Like, it's crazy. I'm sitting here just like, I'm just a civilian. Like, bro, I'm yeah. just trying to get back into shape. Like, that's all I'm trying to do. I'm playing in the game. I'm thinking like, okay, I'll just play my role. Last time I came, I tried to do too much and I was trash. Let me not do that no more. Nigga, they, I come in the game. They looking for me for instant offense. <laughs> Just, I ain't never played AAU in my life. I ain't never, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never did none of that. They looking for me for offense. So I'm going on these D1 players. They in the best shape of their life. They just left their season. You know what I'm saying? Their season was like, what, three months ago? So they getting back into it. Jesus Lord. It was not a good look. I played okay, though. I'm not going to lie. I played okay. Could have been better. If I was at where I was, if I where I needed to be, we would have won. But I wasn't where we needed to be. Yeah, I played full court. Mm-hmm. This man, mm-hmm. this man, cardio. I thought he was top tier, but mm-hmm. he, realized, he realized when he had to run up and down, he had that mm-hmm. energy no more. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. Some shit, ain't it? Oh, oh, oh! Like, don't get me wrong. What I'll give you is that defensively, I was there, but offensively, to come and give the same effort that I had on defense. Oh my god. It hit different when you go and you can play against a player who is faster than you, and <laughs> that's all they do. Who, you know what I'm saying? It hit different when you play people that all they do is who. Like that shit's crazy. Like nigga, I have I have a life outside of basketball, y'all. I, I love y'all. I love y'all, Maxi, but Moxie, but ah, crazy fun. So what I'm hearing is you just had to do a whole lot of running. Mm, it was lovely. It was so lovely. much cardio. <laughs> mm. I came out that month feeling like Pablo Pacquiro. Because, you know, that man loses like seven pounds of sweat like every game he plays. Can you imagine running that much? I can. He need to teach me them ways. <laughs> Mike, you don't want to know that way. This man out here trying to guard Stephen Curry doing all this running. Bruh, that's what it felt like, bruh. And then I was guarding the most active man on the court. This is, it's a skinny dude. It's a, it's a, um, he's kind of, he's kind of strong. And this man, I have never met somebody so active on the boards. Like, he's so, he slides off of people. You know, you know how there's certain people where it's like, if I get in position, I'm screwed. Mm-hmm. He's one of those people. Like, he's one of those people where if he gets in front of you, you're done. And the way he does it is he uses the fact that he's small to his advantage. Like, a person like me, I'm bulky. So it's like getting in the boards is kind of easy. It's like I put my body on you and I'm there. But with him, it's like, bro, you just going to bounce off me. I don't even know why you even tried. Like, you need to – you have to establish position – with certain, excuse me, with certain people and certain skill levels of rebounders. A lot of people don't realize it, but you could lose games. Like, the reason we lost was on the boards. That's why I said if I was where I wanted to be physically, it would have been a lot better, but I wasn't. So I'm not going to be out here trying to score on the other end and then 
You want me to play defense on Al Horford? I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You want me to play defense on Draymond Green? I'm not doing it. <laughs> you just had to pull the inverse LeBron James. We forgive you. <laughs> I scored three points though, so I wasn't mad at that. You scored but that's three only three points. Hey. I'm not mad at it. Not mad at you either. They were a hard three points. These are not easy three points. Like we lacked spacing because no one else could shoot. And I'm the type of player where I thrive off of pace spacing. I just needed one of them to hit a three so that it would be easy for me to get to the cup. If how I see it is if I attract two players to the basket, that's an easy shot for somebody. But we was not equipped. Nobody was making nothing. So what you was trying to drive to the basket and kick it out? Mm-hmm. It wasn't working. All right, Jason Tatum slash Jalen Brown. I felt terrible. I feel sorry for them sometimes. Okay. I really do. I feel like they have. I feel like being an All Star is difficult when you really think about it. Like that's a lot of pressure on a nightly basis for eighty-two games. I mean, but you gotta understand. Besides the fact from the uh, superstar that we just named, you said you were playing against what D one players. Yeah, but shit, that's that's. That's, they that's, beyond me. That's that's in their blood. That's something that they like. They trying to perfect their craft and trying to make it. But that's what they do. You just out there trying to get your win back, and obviously, obviously they tested that to the fullest extent. <laughs> no, yeah. for real. Like I'm talking like, dude was so smooth. Like his game was so silky because you know like how such. We played, so before the game started, we played King of the Court. Jesus Lord. Bro, I can tell one. the difference in that class. Was number one. Oh my, bro. He literally chopped down seven people. You was probably chopped down seven, seven people. Seven. Yeah, I was number one. I was number <laughs> one. <laughs> he Sounds stole like the ball out of my hands. Like we we are playing. He said three dribbles. I said, what are we doing? Five dribbles. He said three. Confidently. I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm sitting here just like, yeah, whatever, bro. You know what? I got this. I ain't trash. Yeah, bro, I ain't even dribbled the ball one time. He ripped it out my hands. <laughs> Yeah, if I was there, I wouldn't have left the bench, bro. <laughs> Michael, they would have kicked you out on God. I, I, no I would love to see. Oh, my goodness. I would have told him. No. Michael would have left. You can't have that when I slipped. <laughs> Michael, Michael would have left ASAP, no Rocky. No, for real. For real. That, that. Who? That was an experience. Bruh, you, you know what's crazy? Some of these guys are just so good, bruh. There's this one dude, bruh, they're so good. And it's crazy because we go to a little, I go to a little school. But the stuff that you see, it's crazy. Like, some people are so freaking good. So good, bruh. People don't understand. There's this one guy, he came in here. He got, like, the Jamal cross-up, cross, Crawford size up. 
So he likes to do a lot of behind the back stuff. Oh, he's tall and linky. Bro, it's Windmill Duncan. I'm I'm chasing this man on the fast break, and I'm like, Abu, you really gonna jump? No, no, <laughs> I'm not jumping with this man. I can't dunk. <laughs> Make the right business decisions. That's all I'm gonna tell you. Mm-hmm. I got I bad a, ankles. I have a, I have a question. Mm. Can can someone who can't dunk can they block a shot at the rim? Yeah. Depends on your vert. <laughs> it depends on who you jumping with. I too. But but think about it this way: if you can block the shot off the board, then you can hit the rim. Goaltending, goaltending. You have to jump. You have to jump high enough before the ball starts coming down. Because the the rule of goaltending is, if once the ball starts coming down or it hits glass, you can't touch it. Okay, so if you can block a shot at wherever that's not goaltending, you should be able to dunk, all right? I mean, not necessarily, but... Oh, okay. It depends on the person, bro. Like, real shit, it depends on the person. Like, for example, do you really expect Curry to block LeBron? No. Do you expect... Um, do you expect LeBron to block Curry, though, right? Facts, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you really expect... It's possible for LeBron to block Giannis. He ain't, tall, he ain't taller than Giannis, but it's possible. Yeah. It's who you are and your abilities. Mm-hmm. That's why basketball is an interesting sport. I feel like it's one of those things where basketball is the one sport. And even I could say soccer is kind of like this too. But I feel like with basketball, matchups are so funny. Like, there are some people you think I play against and you're like, oh, Abu is going to kill this guy. Look at, look at this one. No. No, he's too fast. He gets on the ball, and now Abu is a dancer. Yeah. Don't don't put a ball on a short guy. That nigga will run him out. Of the oh boy, I'll be dancing. I will be in there dancing, dancing. Mm-mm. But the way, the way let me score on him, though. I can score on him all day, though. Not if you got good defense. Mm. If he's strong, I have a problem. If he's strong, I have a problem. What you was trying to say, Michael? Yeah, I like how you kept ignoring me. I said the way the way Justin makes you dance. The way Justin plays defense is crazy. No. It's the most aggravating thing in the world. I I have to work. He got that Pat Bev energy, bro. And I'm scared to play Justin now because it's like, bro. I can tell my ankles aren't recovered. I can tell they're not recovered. I keep having too many, like, feet issues. Like, they be hurting. My feet be hurting. And I be sitting here just like, oh, God, what is it now? God. All types of soreness. He got that pet bed energy with Kawhi hands. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. so aggravating. It's a good one. I don't even like to have possession when Justin. <laughs> like, nah, bro. Justin, Justin literally does not make me want to ever handle the ball. Literally, I'd be scared to bounce the ball. And Mike would be ready to pass. If it's, <laughs> if it's on one on one, better for you not playing close up because I'm shooting that bitch. Me, I got it. 
let me tell you something. Play tools with Michael is one of the most stressful things ever. One of the most stressful things ever because Bro, he don't yeah. like pressure. We already we don't through, like pressure. We already went through this story before, man. Yeah. Can't do it, man. They, they know about Michael. They know about Michael. But uh, I do appreciate your story. You know, you're going to get back there one day. Your ankle's going to recover. Maybe, maybe not. Bro, it feel like it's a maybe not. It feel like it's drifting <laughs> towards maybe not. Somebody that took your ankles, they might give them back to you. But uh, since we are on the... Uh, story of basketball you know the warriors took the chip this year and shout yeah. out to curry curry like finally said, added. but nobody everybody's gonna ignore that right okay. as we move right. okay curry right. finally got the finals mvp what, shout out uh, to my dad which leads me to two questions of course the first question is um since curry got his four championship rings and his first finals mvp is he not considered a top 10 player I wasn't right. before, I wasn't before, that, he was before the final MVP. He, mm. he, he was considered that before. Mm. All right. The problem with basketball is how do you gauge the metric for top 10, like, all time? Because the thing with me is, like, I think Curry is one of the greatest facilitators and scorers of all time. But at the same time, I feel like he's so much of a defensive liability at times Mm -hmm. to the point where if he wasn't so exponentially good on offense, oh, God, that would be a stress. That one is stressful. That one is stressful. Everyone has a weak point, man. Well, you're right. You can't just gauge it on what they like. You have to gauge it on the magnitude of what they excel on. But what they lack in, when you talk about the greatness of a player, Michael, it matters when you... Like, for example, Curry, because the Warriors are so put together, Curry doesn't need to be a good defensive player. He don't need to be. He just needs to have the ability to give the best he can on offense. Produce as much as he can. So, I'm not saying that he's not... uh, I I don't know. I don't know. I think top 10 is a stretch. I think in accolades, he might. You could put put him there in accolades. But I don't think top 10... I just feel like when I think of LeBron, when I think of Jordan, when I think of Kobe, when I think of Goddamn! Even if a, a motherfucker like Kawhi, if I think about them, I already don't think Curry is better than them. I already feel like they would have their way with Curry in a one-on-one. For sure, I feel like Curry. He has some defensive potential. It's just not like off the dribble. It's more so like just his hand movement is just mm-hmm. that, that thing is masterful. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's able to like strip the ball when somebody's in the paint, like when he just <clears throat> like when he did that during the finals and stuff like that. Or you know what? I'll, I'll vouch for the idea that he's a top five point guard of all time, though. Easily, I'll vouch for it. I'll vouch for that. But top ten ever? Top ten ever? No, no. 
I just think he's too much of a defensive liability in the fact that if you put – I could list nine great players right now mm-hmm. that I believe if they got ball first, Curry is losing. Give me one. LeBron. Give me another one. Shocking. Kobe. Shocking. Give me one more. Michael Jordan. I'm surprised you didn't say Kawhi. My nigga, I could even say Tracy McGrady. Like, he ain't getting the ball back against those niggas. He's not getting the ball back. And I think that's the problem with what I'm saying. Yeah, Curry could – no, wow. I don't even – I don't even think I – don't, I don't even think Curry could beat them wow. if they didn't get the – if he got the ball first. I don't even think that. I feel wow. like you have to – Curry has to be hot already. Huh. Oh, give us the rebuttal now with your wows. <laughs> I, I, have, I have no rebuttal. I'm just, I'm just shell shocked, man. You just saying wow just to say wow. Um, oh my nigga, the crazy you. I said Look at how shocked. Mm-hmm. Because, because he sits here and analyzes basketball like it's one sided. You, you don't have to be the best player all around. To be a best player, you right. Literally does one thing better than anyone that ever played basketball. Let me guess, shoot. Which is shoot the ball. Mm. Whoa! If you're telling me that the level of success and the level of amount that he's proved that to you does not get him in whatever rating that you have. I end my case, man. That's all I gotta say, nigga. I didn't. I didn't look. What we were saying was, man. I was basing it on the metric of an overall player one on one, not overall player as in the metrics of what he's done throughout his career. Wow. Because if we base it off of, that's why I said we had to create a metric. If we base it off of what he's done in his career, maybe he's top ten. Justin, what? Justin, what's your metric? What's your metric? Base it off of how he changed and impacted the game. Let's do it like that. Boom. Top 10, easy. He, he created this whole generation of basketball. That that makes sense. See, that makes sense. But if you but if we're talking on a basis oh, of... Don't compensate the nigga now. Nigga, please. Oh, nigga, please. Don't compensate I, now. <laughs> you created this generation Nigga, of please. No, I, because... No, he didn't think, create the metric. I think no it one is. was just as invent, invested in shooting in those days. Correct me if I'm wrong. I you got your Kobe and your T Max. Go ahead. I think, I think it is more so of a generational or decade thing when it comes to trying to pick your top top ten players because, like, like you said, Michael, uh, he's Stephen Curry is good for. Not necessarily one thing, but he's mostly known for his shooting. And he's changed the game with that because usually in the, I'm just going to say 90s and early 100s because I was born in the 90s, you don't see people coming off of a a fast break and pulling up on the three-point line. You see them either going for a layup or a dunk. Um, But you see Curry, he's, whenever there's a fast break, and you're going to play up somebody else. Let's just say Draymond. Stopping to shoot a three. They're stopping to shoot threes on fast breaks. 
You got Draymond pressing the ball. You got Curry and Clay going to their corners and going to the top of the key. So now the defenders have to worry about not even trying to get into the hole, worrying about getting behind the three point line or damn near the half court line. If you want to be honest, you want to, you cannot play in today's basketball without a shot. Even at an amateur level, you cannot play basketball without a jump shot. It's impossible. At today's day and age, it used to be you don't got to shoot. Everybody's used to having low field goal percentage because at the end of the day, that's how the game works. You attack the basket. But now the game has shifted to a point where, nigga, if you can't shoot, why are you in the league? How do, how how can you even stay here for an extended amount of time? I mean, that's the problem with Gobert. That right now, that Gobert situation is a mess. Utah is a mess. Uh, the Jazz, they don't know what to do. We'll say that for another. We'll say that for a later day. <laughs> so, I want y'all based on his. Uh, influence on the game and all his accolades he's just received this season and his whole career what number would you place him 1 through 10 oh Steph yeah Steph I'm gonna go first I wanna see what you're gonna say you want me to go first I want Michael to go first I wanna Michael, see what he's gonna say where would you place him between 8 and 9 between eight and nine? Yeah. Okay. Abu? See, I think the greatest player of all time has to be uh, a two-guard or a small forward. Simply because I believe that wing players dictate your team. They, they dictate the direction of your team. So, um... I'm going to say, I'm gonna say nine and ten. Yeah, I feel like the list would have a lot of wing players. Then you would have like your, maybe like your Bill Russells, or maybe like your um, your Akeem, or maybe your Timmy's. You know what I'm saying? So, Michael, you said eight or nine. Abu, you said ten, nine or ten. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm I'm gonna give him an eight, most of the because of how he influenced the game and he's just not he's just not a shooter he's a, he's a facilitator he can do things off the ball is and i just feel like golden state is a perfect fit for him he can, and he can't go nowhere else and do what he does there no. i mean he can but it wouldn't be it's not the same and masculine as it is at golden state so we got we got one more person to talk about during the Golden State, and uh, but you did bring up a, a defensive factor. I just want to get your opinion on my nigga Andrew Wiggins' defense this whole playoff season. Oh my god! This that man deserved to be an All Star starter. I was hating. I was hating about him being an All Star starter, but nah. So, the value is beyond the numbers. So with his performance <laughs> during the playoff series and the finals, does this man deserve his flowers and has he reached his potential? Bruh, 
the crazy thing about Wiggins, ironically, is he hasn't reached his ceiling. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he's hitting his stride. This is literally the perfect setup for him. This is the one team that he innately, all he had to do was be himself. Like, I think there's a, I think there's another team where he could fit just like this into. But at the same time, I also think that Golden State is an incredible fit. He is literally what Golden State. Golden State, excuse me, wanted, Golden State wanted Harrison Barnes to be. Not somebody who would come and chuck up shots every single time, but when you need it, he can create something efficient for you. Then he can come back on the other end. I want you to give that man right there, and, and, and that man right there might be Luka Doncic. That man right there might be Paul George. It might be Kawhi. They're going to be like, get his ass. Give him hell. <laughs> and guess what? And guess what? And guess what? He gonna get the ass. He look at what he did to Tatum in that game seven, uh, game six. Sorry, if Tatum was on, Golden State is not winning that game. That was that was literally Jalen Brown and Al Horford. I'm sorry, but that was Jalen Brown, Al Horford, and Marcus Smart versus Golden State. Everybody else, I was so disappointed in Tatum. I'm like, this is why these people are ranting on social media. Justin sent me something on Instagram. The only one. (laughs) This is why people are ranting on social. Yes. Everybody swallowing this Tatum meat. I don't want to hear none of that. It was like a recent delete that message. I send that message. But yeah, the man, the man is excellent. Michael, what you got to say about my boy Andrew Wiggins? I mean, giving what I heard about him and what I saw about him, it sounds like he's this, this defensive aspect that he's always been underestimated for, showing in the playoff. But um, his offensive aspect, you know, is always it's always been lacking but like abu said he said something significant that golden state is literally the best place for him and that's it man I, I definitely think out of milwaukee he could play a middleton role though ironically i think he could play like no, a middleton he, he doesn't have middleton's consistency you crazy as hell boy like this season this season he showed i think he's on middleton's level bro if not more, Maybe if anything, bro. I think yeah. the thing that he lacks in is the playmaking ability of Middleton. But in the aspect of the offensive production, I believe that he has the ability to do the same work as Middleton. I just don't know if the playmaking ability would be there. But mm-hmm. shout out to Wiggins. All I'm going to say is on Andrew Wiggins, if they had a trophy for a defensive player of the playoffs and the finals, I will give that damn trophy to Andrew Wiggins. For sure. This, this man not only had to guard Luka, he had to guard Jason Tatum. He had to guard almost Jalen Brown. 
any other secondary superstar on the opposing team, and he did his damn job. Yep. Uh, with Desmond Baines. Uh, shit, at times he had to guard John Morant. Man. That man did his job. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm proud of that boy. Shout out to um, uh, Jimmy Butler. Incredible playoffs. I'm not gonna lie, he had a, a an amazing playoff. I didn't watch him. I didn't care enough to. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just didn't care we, enough we, to watch him. We know, we know. So, yeah, one more, one more thing, and we hop off this uh basketball concept. So, y'all heard uh this fake clay going around and how he got suspended. Uh, have you got uh what is it? That's too funny. That no is way. too funny. I don't think he should have got banned from the chase team. No, if you got banned. If you ask me, that was that was security fault. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the blame got to go to security. Some of that That's shit true. Went to security. You let. <clears throat> yes, he looks like Clay Thompson, but the man, <laughs> you have. <laughs> Your job is to make sure everybody is safe and secure, and you know each and every individual that walks in that building. I can't. The fact that y'all like really this. looked at him and said, "Yep, he's Clay Thompson." That, that's Clay. <laughs> y'all let like this man go on the court for ten minutes and shoot buckets. That's <laughs> But I know that man had. I think it was worth it for him. Because who 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 else can say they went on a playoff basketball court and got up some shots? Got up some shots. He was shooting that mug, pulling that shooting. mug, pulling. Hey, Shout crazy. out to him. You know, you know, in Europe with soccer, <laughs> they'll ban you for life. Do some shit like that. <laughs> You'll never go back in there. They'll ban you from every. They'll ban you from. And the funny thing about these bans is it's not like, oh, yeah, we ban you from all Arsenal games or we ban you from all Man U games. No, this is – you can't go Man U. You can't go Chelsea. You can't go Liverpool. You can't go Everton. Nowhere. You can't go anywhere. You can go Spain, though. You can go Spain. You can go Barca. <laughs> but you can't go here. Nowhere in England. And, and you can't go. You can't go Ipswich. You can't go uh, 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 Hull City, Norwich. None of that. Sit your ass home. <laughs> or move to a different country or something. Hey man, but that that fake play, that thing was something. That's something you could tell your grandchildren about. Is it good? <laughs> well, you think Jordan love you eating? What you is good. <laughs> Bro. This smoothie is slapping. He's this eating it with joy. Slapping. He's you eating it with joy. Hey. When I'm well rested, I can't help but smile. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> Yo, y'all never had days like that where you like you be like, all right, I'ma just I'ma just sit right here and take a little thirty minute nap. Seven hours later. Like <laughs> <laughs> that, that was that. That was that after school, and that we thought you were just gonna stay asleep for thirty minutes. 
you get home, you get home around what two thirty something. You wake mm-hmm. up at about seven o'clock. You ain't dead no mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Ooh, shit. I'll be waking up feeling like whatever. I'll just do the homework right now. <laughs> I feel good. Yeah, lucky. After school, I have to go carry cut class and cut the grass. <laughs> That's how it used to be for me. <laughs> and then after cut class, then we go to the farm and kiss and kill an animal. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's how, I'm that's so how. sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay, man. No. It's okay, man. It was cutting grass for me. It was. <laughs> it was get off of school. <laughs> it was either vacuum the whole house, mm-hmm. cut the grass. First off, it was cut the grass. Then, if you feel like it, vacuum the whole house. If you don't feel like it, then do it tomorrow. By force, so. but you have to do it tomorrow. Like as soon as you get up tomorrow. So it wasn't an option, but it was. No. <laughs> yeah, but it was an option. So I'd be like, boy, this is different. A different pace. A different pace. So Justin, you ever cut grass? I have cut grass before. <clears throat> was that was that a regular? Michael, have you? <laughs> it wasn't a regular thing for me. You gotta realize I'm the youngest out of three, so I. Yeah. Jesus, I, oh. <laughs> so you had the the least character building I see. Okay, I get you. Boy. <laughs> I get you. That's what my uncle used to say. He used to be like, uh, "Hey, can you help me with some yard work? It builds character." You know, I used to be sitting here just like, "Oh, oh, he's saying I don't got character." Oh, That's oh, he's saying. Oh, he's I didn't say that. That's <laughs> my. Go ahead, Michael. Go ahead, get it up. Oh, 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 oh his siblings oh. did the suffering. Look at his face. You done? You done? Yeah, I'm done. Just because I didn't go out in a 103 degree weather like it is in today's summer days. Don't mean I didn't build character. I mean, if my brother needed help cutting the grass, I'd go out there and help him cut the grass. I mean, that ain't no problem. Yo, brother! That's, that's crazy! That's crazy! Justin, I I am I am just... Wow! The luxury! Nigga, when I started cutting grass... If I didn't finish it before the sun come down, I'm coming back tomorrow morning as soon as the grass warms up. Yeah. As soon as it dries out. Y'all remember, y'all remember how a few minutes ago Justin said he was, you know, born in the 90s. He said that so proudly. <laughs> you thought he was going through some struggles in the 90s. <laughs> Nigga, I had a I had a lawnmower so dusty to the point where <laughs> nigga we had to tape the so you know the part there's those lawnmowers that are push self propelled. Nigga, my shit was self propelled, nigga. That feature didn't work. So the feature didn't work. And then the starter that you hold down to get the lawnmower to move. Nigga, I had to take. We had to tape that bitch together. We had to tape that bitch together, force it down, and then 
I would have to mow the lawn like that. And you think it's, oh, okay, all you got to do is run through the lawn once. No, nigga. I would have to run through the lawn three different fucking times, nigga. The same spot. The same spot. And my yard was huge. It was like, I don't know about, I don't know the details behind the square footage of the the land. But my nigga, just know it was a front and backyard, and it was not small, and it was on a hill. You know what? You love to see it. It's crazy. I said this is build character, but both of y'all are some assholes. We didn't specify what type of character we built. Oh, I got I no word. That. It just built discipline, nigga. Yeah, they got no I don't get I don't get where these old people be talking about this bullshit from, bro. I be sitting here just like, what y'all niggas talking about? Nigga, this just taught me when I grow up, I'm not cutting no motherfucking grass. <laughs> <laughs> this all in fact, in fact, we live in a world where I'm gonna get um I'm gonna get some females to do it. <laughs> Look at I'm gonna get some females to do it. I'm gonna pay some females to do it. And I know there's somebody's daughter out there providing the service. I know it. Okay, so we know how your personal growth is going. <laughs> <laughs> see that's going. No, I'm just kidding. I'm probably I'm the type of name probably just get a riding lawnmower, mm-hmm. honestly, and just call it a life. Once you get one of them bad boys, you don't need to get another thing for a life for life. Okay. I hear you one. Talking about building character. My ass. No, I'm not necessarily resentment, just why? Does this shit just hurt? It just hurt. Like, nigga, I remember cutting the grass in the summertime, too. Oh, oh, wait. This is why I'm so black, y'all. You are? You said what? I'm not black? I'm not black as hell? You are. Trust me. Turn off the LED, <laughs> turn off the LED lights. You won't see you no more. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. Uh, I love yeah. it. I don't know if y'all have seen that meme. Of a guy that walked out with um with the whole light on. He smiled, right? And then he went back in the darkness. <laughs> he disappeared. But only his teeth were showing. <gasps> no. I've been seeing them shit. The middle are funny as hell. Oh my god. It's okay. Save your chest. Save your chest. I have nothing to say. I love being black, y'all. <clears throat> I love it. There's nothing better to be. Shout out to Juneteenth. Why do they put Juneteenth on the city? Is Father's Day the 19th every year? Father's Day is uh, the third Sunday of every Thank you. Third Sunday of every year. I'm glad you told me. Third Sunday in June of every year. I'm glad you told me. Shout out to all the fathers out there. So since we're talking about uh, Juneteenth and... uh, Wait, I have a question. So, do fathers, the fathers who don't pay child support, do they get to <gasps> do they get greeted happy Father's Day? <laughs> oh. He really said that. <laughs> you know, uh, 
Let's go on a topic of Juneteenth. Mike, we can answer your question in a few minutes, but let, let me get this out. <laughs> he really talk, said that. Talk that, talk that question. <laughs> Save it in your head and get my menu ready. <laughs> so since we're on a, since we're here on Juneteenth, um, I want y'all to give me our top three black sitcoms that y'all remember and that y'all enjoy. If if there is any that y'all Why enjoy. would you even do that? I don't know. He knows what he's doing. I do know what I'm doing. Only he wants to answer this question. <laughs> Mavi, actually, Michael, go first. Michael, can't Zero. go first. In all, in all, honestly, I keep forgetting. Mavi. For y'all that don't know, uh, Michael is from Nigeria, so he's not that well informed of the black uh, sitcoms and cartoons that were um, put out there in the early 200s. Ooh, 200s. Early. early Shout like that. And Abu. Abu's Abu. It's random. I yeah. can't. I can't explain the boo. I can only explain Michael. Uh, it's not my fault. It's just a boo. A boo is his, he's Shout only... out to class of three thousand. That was my shit back in the day. Class of three thousand. Yeah, that was my shit. I'm gonna get that, that was one. my shit. Fire. So, since I'm the only uh, African American born in the United States, I will. I will give. Uh, I will list some of the things off the top of my head that I remember that were uh, a full, full black cast and crew, or mostly cast. Um, <clears throat> you have stuff like The Proud Family, stuff like Smart Guy, uh, Martin, The Wayne Brothers. Uh, what else is out there? The Bernie Mac Shout Mack out show. to Sanford and Son. That was my shit. The Bernie Mac Show was my shit, too. The Jamie Foxx Show. Uh, there's a there's a whole list. Um, hanging with the Coopers. That's 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 not even in my generation. I, does I the just, Boondocks count? Boondocks does count. <laughs> <laughs> I got some good ones then. I got you some look, good ones then. You looking it up right now? I did. I, I looked. I looked it up. I looked it up. I said, nigga, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, which one is a sitcom and which one is it and which one is a cartoon. But some of those things like that, they put a, they put a, a full-fledged black cast on the market because, in some cases, um, black people weren't really pushed to be in that type of spotlight. And by those uh, shows being produced, they they got a leeway into the, that for people of our skin color to get in that market. So we appreciate all those people who took the time out to produce those shows yes shout out to them because t- nowadays the shows are not hitting the same as like how they used to like grownish is not on the tier of those sitcoms a real shit hey 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 what excuse speaking, me sir speaking you need to watch those ones and watch grownish back you won't want to go back that time i was i wasn't defending grownish i just say <laughs> <laughs> And shout out to Blackish too, uh, since that was uh, the main thing before Grownish. But shout out to Blackish too. It had some great. Blackish was way better than Grownish. Blackish had Black-ish some great. Blackish had its moment, but I think it was ran for too long. Sorry, it had it. for cutting you. It's cool. It had it had some great moments. Like I remember uh, 
this one episode that hit me when uh what was it? it was about the riots when uh the police was of course it was about police police brutality and uh andrew johnson who was played by uh what's his name anthony anderson anthony anderson and he was Shout talking out to about, my uncle. he was talking about how you Great know when, how when barack became president for the first time and he was doing this motorcade and he stepped out the motorcade and he was like he feared that his hope was going to be taken away from him just like everything else was taken away that 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 one right there that was impactful it spoke I don't to think, your soul it did i don't think it just i don't wow. think it just hit that's deep me it hit everybody who watched that episode because it's very it's a very powerful and emotional uh episode that's deep bro um i'll probably find the episode please do I'll probably find the episode and put it in the description, probably put it on TikTok too. But that's that episode was it was very informative and it and also had some comedic stances in it too. Not just that episode but any other episodes there were. But shout out to those creators and shout out actors to Anthony Anderson who actually oh, put the time get, and did stuff like that. Go you ahead. You guys know um the show uh Freak this black, this new black show on Netflix. Um, the guy that acted in it, he's the one that produced Brackish, I presume. Um, Justin, I wouldn't have watched it. So no, Justin might have seen it. it. I wouldn't have watched it either. Um, I don't give a f or something like that. I've heard of it. Video. I just didn't see it. Black no. AF. Oh, I Dang see. I Thank you I for A. waiting for that answer. Black AF. Yeah, I, I saw it. The guy yeah. that acted in it was the producer of um, was the producer of Blackish. Yeah. Black That's AF. Cool. Yeah, I I watched it, but I didn't watch it to its entirety. It was pretty good for uh, the episodes that I watched. I just didn't watch it to its entirety. You guys about to watch Issa Rae's new show? Abu? What is her new show? <clears throat> I don't know. I just saw the trailer. <laughs> how, how you don't know when you saw the trailer? How you don't know when you saw the trailer? Because I didn't watch the game. So it must not be that good. Because I'm not going to lie, when I watched that Lightyear trailer, boy, I forgot who I was. I forgot who I was. I had to go watch it. It just hit my soul. So hard. It's so good. Now, Michael, back to your ignorant question. What was the question that you? <laughs> because that was ignorant. I'm not even gonna say ignorant. That was an ignorant ass question that you said. So go ahead and repeat the question for us. Honest question. I don't need to repeat. If you, hey, you was, if you want to hear the question, rewind. <laughs> Y'all too good to answer. It. What was the? I I don't even remember the question. What was it? You want? Okay. The I'm question so was, serious. The question was the what father. Do you think of Issa Rae's new show? Um, no, not no. that idiot. <laughs> <laughs> the question was for those fathers who don't pay their child support. <laughs> Just so you came all the way back to that goofy ass question. I thought you was 
That's not coming back. I told him I was gonna come back to it. So I'm gonna let him come Why back to it. Why would you even come back to that? <laughs> so, ironically, technically, <laughs> ironically, technically, you didn't get created for Happy Family. You, 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 you are pastora. All I'm gonna say is, is, it depends on the female, and that's it. We gonna leave it at that. <laughs> we gonna leave it at that. We gonna leave it at that. A boo. What about your answer? A boo. I leave it at that. <laughs> Every dad. Shout out to all the the former dads, the would be dads, the could have been dads, the might have been dads, the wish I wish I was a dad, the wish I had a dads. Shout out to all of them. <laughs> That was funny. <clears throat> he said like you. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to all them people, man. All right. Anyway, so I think <laughs> we can get on this ignorant ass question. So usually I do this at the top of the uh top of the uh podcast, but of course I had to let Abu get his uh how you got his ankle snatched from out the way real quick so y'all could hear that. So. <laughs> Mm, it was lovely, wasn't it? It was very lovely. I enjoyed it. <laughs> so I was talking to uh, some people, mostly my father, uh, a couple of days ago. And uh-huh. he was uh, trying to get information with all the people I hang around with. And he, and it poses this question in my head. Do you think you have to know everything about the people you hang around? Are, is the information that you know is that enough for you to uh, be a part of their life and be a part of a friendship with them? If I told you I'm friends with people who, to be honest with you, I real life don't even know their names, would I look like a terrible person? I feel like the way I am is I read into elements of who a person is before they even tell me who the fuck they are. Because what you tell me is irrelevant. It's what you do that I have to really see and recognize. Okay, I can't hang out with you on this level. Okay, you're accustomed to doing this this way. I'm accustomed to doing this this way. Is this really something that's valuable in terms of interacting with you? Or, for example, um, with you guys, I think one of the biggest parts of our friendship is the fact that we don't have to literally breathe down each other's necks. We can literally call each other just just because I, you was bored. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or you could just call the nigga just because you just want to vent. I'm a person who... I like people who are mature and I like people who are versatile. People who... I don't always have to talk about real shit with and I can talk about real shit with and then people that I can talk about random shit with. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's all relative to the person. So for me, it's never been about what the person is and what I need to know about the person on their external values. It's more of their face values and who they actually are for me. Michael? What was the question again? (laughs) <laughs> do you have to know everything about the person 
to be in a friendship with them or in a relationship with them? Or are you comfortable knowing the information that you know now? Mm. That's a deep question. I think, um, I think I can't know everything about a person at the first sight, but um, this is where the benefit of that also sets in. Like when I meet a person, they have a clean slate in my mind. And then when they introduce themselves, um, I begin to have notions about them, as, as as it is automatic for any human being. But still, Abu said something which I think is critical. Their action matters a lot. And, you know, once their action don't match their words, that's I'm a little taken aback by that. And then once their action is just completely, I wouldn't say opposite, but negatively influential to mm -hmm. my decision or my thought process, then yeah, they're gonna always gonna be at arm's length. So right now, and I think the other part of the question is, am I satisfied with what I know about who I am friends with? Right? Yeah. Um. <coughs> Yeah, because I have a closed circle. So that allows me to get in depth with those people I call my friends. So right now I can say yes, I'm satisfied with this two big heads that are in front of me. <laughs> I believe that I know something substantial enough to call them my friend. Okay. We may have a big head, but you got a long face. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, man. I love it here. So, we got Justin, go. what you saying? What you think? Um, I'm gonna show you the thing I told my daddy. I don't feel like it's it's necessary to know everything about somebody that you <clears throat> hang out with or call them your friends. Um, like you said, it's based upon their actions, and if their actions don't comply with what you believe in and how you want to move around your life. Um, you just gotta, you have to weigh that. It's not, it's not who they are as a person. It is, let me rephrase it. It's not who they are, it's what they do. That, that basically puts a hold on how I treat you as a friend. It's not, cause I don't really need to know your whole background. I don't need to know like who your mother is, who your father is, what they do, all that. I don't really need to know that. I just need to basically Based upon your actions and how you move in life, I just need to know that you respect people. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I understand some people have like backgrounds, uh, criminal records, and stuff like that. But stuff like that is in the past, and they're not the same person that they used to be. Sure, they may have that, you know, nick inside of them because it's it it was a part of them at one point. But in some cases, people change, and it's like I don't really need to know all about that. Yeah, man. Just let people be great and let people live their life. Mm -hmm. I work with people who are convicts every day. There's some. There's sometimes they're just people who are just trying to get the next opportunity. Real shit. Sometimes it's literally like they were just caught at the wrong place at the wrong time with the wrong person. Mm -hmm. Speaking of that, I'm actually kind of glad you brought that up. Because there's a story out about an elephant. Oh. 
I don't yeah, know. I'm crying. I don't know what that lady did to that elephant, but that elephant did some petty shit. And I don't mean to say it like that, but at, so everybody knows the story. The elephant uh, basically trampled the lady, then came to the lady's funeral and trampled the lady's corpse. Oh. They are pretty. Yes, that 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 is one thing that it, it happened in India. That is hilarious. That's not hilarious, but that's hilarious. It's hilarious. So no. I just, so with, with that being said, I just I just want y'all to give me uh I guess a story of something that you've done as petty or something that one of your friends have done as petty to not to that degree but you know you can tone it down a little that's a deep question because that's because that, oh, okay, that was about 500 i just need y'all to go to 300 real quick i mean I think, <laughs> I think anyone who has a girlfriend already has an automatic answer so i think oh, <laughs> Oh, but is it, man. Is it that true, though? Is it that true? Honestly? I don't know. Yes and no, because some people are just not ultra petty. Like, mm-hmm. I'm blessed to be with a person who's not super petty. Like, honestly, if there are two things that piss me off, y'all niggas know it. I hate indirectivity when people are dealing with emotions. Y'all know I hate that. I hate it. So when you start acting up with me, it like I turn into a demon. I hate it. Just... <laughs> I hate that. Like I start treat like I'm that's where people start thinking I'm a bully. But you honestly <laughs> But I I can't stand it. So like being around people who do petty stuff, like even with even with my girl, like we kind of established to a point where it's like, yeah, we ain't doing this no more. <laughs> it's not gonna get <laughs> because it's not gonna get either of us what we want. So we just need to relax because I'm not a super petty person, but I hate when people get petty with me. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Like, it, I'm the type of person to stop everything, scream at you for an hour, tell you, you know, I'm the type of person like I will literally tell you to your face, like, nigga, fuck you. <laughs> that's that's me. That's why I don't. That's why like it's hard for me to deal with petty situations. I would say though, she was in a. People were in a situation like that where somebody did something to someone else's car. That was crazy. Yeah, that's all I need to know. We don't... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mike, you got any petty stories? Uh, you don't need to really hang around petty people, so I'm just going to say no, you don't. <laughs> I already know you don't. Thank you for answering my question. Justin, what you, you, you going to have a crazy one for us? Because I, I know you've been alive for seven years. <laughs> I don't really have, you know what, before I answer that question, you know, Abu is a bully, 
But he's not, not a bully. He, he a bully, but he not a he not a bully bully. <laughs> I don't come up. I don't come up and be like you a bitch. No, like if you're a bitch, I'm gonna be a bitch back. It, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna be bad. Like it gets to a point where Justin, Justin, when I'm with Justin and Michael, they be like Abu, relax. I'd be like, bro, you see this butt nigga? So that'd be like Abu, calm down. I think. Like, okay. I think every bully is gonna have a reason for being a bully. <laughs> I don't agree. I don't agree. I, sometimes you I are, think the reason is internal. It's intrinsic. You are inconsiderate <laughs> because I'm not going to say the person's name. I'm just going to say Uno. <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you remember that Uno night we had in the room? That was funny. And the person's name was going off on a whole tangent, and the boo just in the living room laughing his ass off. <laughs> the person was having actual crisis, never guys. Forget. I will never forget it. That one, it was sticking in my mind that like man. a piece of paper. That one that is man. sticking there. That man was actually going through something, and here you are laughing at this man on the floor. <laughs> Crying your eyes out. Everybody, guess what? My laughing was so hard that everybody else was laughing. It was true. Y'all was all trying not to. I said, boy, I ain't gonna live with y'all. That's <laughs> <laughs> a person. I live here. This is my house. Listen, I was the only one trying to control that boy. While the rest of y'all niggas was just laughing all that. <laughs> But back to the question at hand, I don't really have Bro. I don't have any petty stories off the top of my head. Uh, it'll probably come back to me. We'll do it on a later podcast. But I don't really have anything off the top of my head. And I'm not that much of a petty person because I'm I'm a nonchalant type person. If anything can happen around me, I, I'm not just going to let it happen, but I'm going to let it happen. If I have a reaction to it, I'm going to have a reaction to it. That's just how I, that's just how I roll. That's just how it is. Michael, you're petty. It's the good petty, but you you petty like me, but it's not extreme. In fact, in fact, you didn't you didn't train yourself fast. Like you used to have reactions, but now you just got to a point where it's just like, man, I don't got time for this bullshit. Good night. <laughs> like you, he used to because. Michael used to do the. You remember Justin? Michael used to do the same thing as me. He just wouldn't do it as hard. He wouldn't do it as hard as I would do it. He would be like, "Oh," so he just fuck with you. He would just verbally fuck with you. And he'd be like, "Oh, so you want to be a bitch right now?" <laughs> okay, <laughs> we gonna see. We gonna see who who a bitch here, dumbass. He, so he would just sit there, ask you questions that he know you don't know the answer to. So now you're just saying dumb shit. So now you look like a fool because Michael is asking you a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and he know what he doing when he asks you. So now you got people like me and Justin crying laughing because this nigga got this nigga to say that his underwear is red in public. Like <laughs> that's how Michael used to do people. Like, it's not just me. I'm not the only bully in here. And Justin, you're not safe either, Justin. <laughs> We just we just gonna act like you just won't you know exactly what's going on. Uh-huh. 
when me and Michael are doing what we doing, and you got better too, because you you'll just let us do it and right. laugh. You right. used to just let us do it and laugh. Right. Now you'd be like, Abu, Michael, it's not worth it. That's not being a bully. <laughs> That's not being a bully. Oh yeah. Oh, being a being a bystander is the equivalent of being a bully nowadays. <laughs> you ain't slick. Ain't no way. <laughs> nowadays. But in the in a realistic form of in the realistic context of bullying, we don't bully each other. We are just we just don't take shit serious. That's all it is. Yeah. Like if you put three of us in a serious situation. Me and Michael gonna look at each other. Abu already gonna be I laughing. I promise you, that's all it takes. <laughs> all it takes is a eye contact. I promise you. This is what's gonna happen. Abu gonna see the situation. He gonna start laughing. Me and Michael gonna look at each other, and we gonna start laughing. <laughs> Try to form some type of consciousness together to say, okay, we ain't laughing at the right thing, but we continually laugh at the shit. <laughs> And then probably two days later, shit, fuck two days, a month later, we'll be like, you know, we could have helped that person out. <laughs> That'll literally, it'll be out of nowhere. It'll literally be out of nowhere. Oh like, God. just just from thin air, it'll just be like, hmm, dang, that person really had some issues. <laughs> I'm okay with it. We Sometimes... <laughs> Man, that's probably why I'm an asshole. But I'm okay with the fact that honestly, we we already talked about this, and y'all know my stance on it. Some people are gonna be dicks, and some people are gonna be assholes. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you just gotta pick your place. There's two categories of life. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You pick your you pick your place. Well, Me, I'd rather do the clapping than get clapped. Thank you very much. I was just about to say that. We was <laughs> so the position either is you the one getting fucked or you the one doing the fuck. <laughs> I was gonna, I, yeah, you know what I'm doing. I ain't getting crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta cut that one. <laughs> Thinking the same thing. <laughs> it would all make us look different. Make us all a Pride Month, really, for all of us, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Yeah, boy, that's stupid. Bruh, I'm, ju- I'm just telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth, bruh. I'm not gonna sit here. I'm tired of these niggas over here. They, everybody loves to, um, everybody loves to, um, uh, play around with the truth. Just say your truth, man. Just say your truth. Like, I, people, I know, I know people used to say, hate, hate the way I was when I was, uh, extroverted. Because, Y'all remember, I used to just say anything that comes to mind, and people would eat that shit up. He did. <laughs> I would just say anything. Like, Michael used to Michael used to love coming to the calf just to sit there and watch me analyze a motherfucker. Just break that shit down just with some random shit. 
And guess what? That shit was amazing. I used to love it. But people like to, they like to bullshit around the truth. Naturally. Yeah, man. Oh, man. Tonight has been funny. <laughs> we should freestyle more often. Yeah. Like they used to happen like PMs, PMs. Niggas be tired, tired. I was just thinking about it and I was like, bruh, my quick used to feel like this when you were in school too. Yeah, man. Smart. Chatting, chatting shit. Do y'all believe that it's it's shit talk when you talk about somebody? Like, what do you guys believe is real shit talk? What is the you know when people always talk about how people are always running their mouths? Mm-hmm. What is that? What does that mean? I feel like if it's I feel like if you're not talking the truth about somebody and you just spitting like yep. not necessarily your opinion about somebody but your opinion about somebody. You no, know, if, it's, if it's more like defamation rather than yeah. criticism. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. But some people will call. Some people will count criticism as defamation. That's the problem. Some, some people just can't take criticism. You gotta have yep. tough skin. So the. Sorry, I was still talking. No, go ahead. Earlier today, it was like, oh, your face was like you didn't like that person, and I was like, nah, that's just my face. <laughs> I didn't even say that's just my face. I said, first of all, none of them know what I was thinking at that point in time. I didn't care about that person enough to worry about what face I was making. <laughs> so, so I can't keep I can't keep giving a specific attitude because of people's reaction or people's opinion about it. Now if it's wrong, it's blatantly wrong. If it's disrespect, it's basically disrespect my reactions or my reactions for certain reasons. Crazy enough, that's what I get about my, uh, when people look at me and they're like, why are you always looking like that? I'm like, first and foremost, if you're talking to me, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to what you're saying, but my mind is toggling like a hundred thousand things and my facial reaction is, uh, react to what I'm thinking and what you're saying at the same time. So it might be a little mixed in there, but that's not how I'm naturally feeling about what you're trying to tell. It's crazy because people don't understand that. People always think you're thinking about them. And, bruh, it's not that deep, bro. Bruh, but it's because we live in a... Come on, now. We live in a society where most people... the <clears throat> So, the merit to a healthy, a healthy dynamic and a healthy background is somebody who is always positively reinforced. But I think what we're running into now is we're coming to a point where people are taking their positive enforcement... And taking it like, okay, confidence means I need to hold myself up here even though, even if I'm down here for real. But that's not what confidence is. You know what I'm saying? And it affects how you perceive. But the problem is we're living in an age where people are starting to recognize that, oh, I can even facade confidence. I can even facade this. I can even facade this. So they don't recognize like, oh, 
I'm being a cunt. I'm being a narcissist. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or, um, this person isn't consumed in just about me and what my flaws are or what I have made a mistake with and blank and blank and blank. I swear, it's funny when you start talking to people on a personal level, they start, you start recognizing that, oh, so this person has thoughts and ideas and feelings. And honestly, I should just really base my thoughts and ideas and feelings off of their actions. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, if I sat here, bro, you know how many people look me in my People have told me in the past, oh, boo, I thought you were this. I thought you were that. I thought you were this. And I'm just sitting here just like, nah, bro, I'm just a nigga. I'm just living my life. Like, I just don't fuck with you on that level, but, you know, cool. You're not the only one. I believe all three of us have gotten that before. Because I, I yeah. get it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just who we are, and that's, that's what it is. Yeah, <clears throat> man. Oh, yeah. You know, you have a worse... Me, I can play with it. You? No, you can't play with it. You can't play with it. If you're coming at me with a... Ah, I like you. You're rubbing on the bum. No, you don't like it. It's just rubbish. You want something. How about come like that? I'm sorry. I'm able to smell genuinity, if that's a word. But... Yeah. And I pride myself on being emotionally intelligent. Now, I have been wrong, and I can be very wrong, and human as well. But, I've seen a substantial amount of bullshit to be able to call it. That's just me. Right now, you're getting older. You're starting to recognize, honestly, what, what your boundaries are, and what's real for you. Hey, man. I don't understand why people are never straightforward, though. It's it's, uh, mostly about people protecting each other's feelings and shit like that. Yeah, man. That's all it is. You can't even tell people they're losers anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can't even... and, And I mean it in the basic scale. I don't even mean it in the sense of, oh... You living at your mom's house and sitting there and not working. I don't mean that type of losers. I mean, like, you can't even give a 12-year-old who, let's just say they played 12 games throughout a season in soccer. This happened to me when I was growing up. Nigga, I was so mad when we, I looked at the table and we ate. Yeah, we ate on the back of the fact that I scored 70% of our goals. But I'm still mad because I'm looking at it like, nigga, look at this basic ass trophy they gave all of us. You know what I'm saying? I I know I'm a loser. I know I lost. So I'm mad. But everybody else just celebrating. Oh yeah, you guys had a great season. Hey, 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 hey. Nigga. First off, I went to the all-star game. I didn't score a goal. You know what I'm saying? I'm that type of person. That was how I was growing up, but I don't think a lot of people really got to a point where it's just like they don't really understand. It made me realize that now you're conditioning people not to look at what you're doing, but to look at the result of what you're doing. Mm -hmm. If I know I can give you this amount of effort and still get a trophy, 
Why do I need to strive for better? Yeah. And I and that's why I don't and, and that's why I always looked at people crazy when it's like y'all don't understand how ridiculous this is to give everybody a participation trophy. Y'all don't see how ridiculous that is? Good job, you tried. If y'all don't give people reality, But ironically, this is something, it's something, it's one of the topics I was dealing with a few weeks in my, uh, in my school, my my master's program, right? And, um, you guys might not know, but it's, um, it's a book, The Leadership, uh, something, something, but it's by Nolwitz, right? And Mm -hmm. there's this thing called the process in Ingram, right? And then he goes deeper to understand that, um, organizations are living entities right and an organization is only as good as the people that run it and mm-hmm. if organizations are living entity that means they have the strength to adapt so where am i going exactly it just mm-hmm. comes down to the fact that if a group set of people decides on doing the minimum they can do the minimum and as a group, they will always be mediocre. Like it showed, like COVID showed us something we didn't have as humans. We didn't know we had as humans. Like people, literally, there were innovations left, right, and center, and it was mad because we weren't globally pushed this level. So yeah, it's just fascinating that people people are fine with being doing things just the way it's done, just because, you know. But I can't like somebody said, like my dad always say, common sense is not always common. Nope. So you can't help who doesn't want to be helped. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because <clears throat> like you it's getting to a point where the people who actually have common sense are literally conflicting with the people who have the new idea of common sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, there is a new general idea of what common sense is. And then there's a... And this is where I I get to the point and I realize I think this is the first time in, like, human history... Maybe uh, I might be wrong because this could be prevalent among any generation. But I think this is the first time in history where a generation is looking in the face of a problem of, um, I want to say, can I say, is an age crisis the way to say it? I'm trying to say it in a conflict of basically the youth's ideology versus the older people's ideology, but on a um, institutionalized basis. You know what I'm saying? I don't think any generation has had this issue. I think that this is the first time where it's like a generation, even at a business level, just on a business basis, they're struggling to really recognize how to run this, how to run that. Even like our government officials, they're running the comfort country different from how the youth, the general youth, when they ask us on polls, 
how would we want the country to be run? What would we like to be passed? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, think I think it's mostly because back uh, the youth, they, they try to form multiple ways into doing one thing. Whereas, you know, the older generation, they were stagnant on just doing one thing one way and being comfortable and concise with that one way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like uh, <clears throat> that's where the that's where the what you're talking about the age gap comes into play. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, uh, younger people they try to do stuff quick, fast, and in a hurry. Whereas you know people um, from like the I guess I'm, I don't want to give them a time frame, but people from back in the day they'll like take their time with it, you know, actually appreciate what they're doing and try to actually learn something from it rather than just get it done, <clears throat> get it done and move on to the next thing. But you know what, though? I don't think our generation has a problem with the consensus of really understanding what we're doing. I just mm-hmm. think our generation has the <clears throat> has the 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 clairvoyance to recognize that ultimately the biggest freedom to freedom is options. Yeah. I think we're the first generation that's sitting here just like, look, my nigga, whether y'all thought niggas like it or not, we don't need to be living in a world where my only option to be great is go get a degree. Yeah. We don't want to live in a society where the only option <clears throat> to, 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 to making money or uh, providing a service for your society is going and working for, uh, for um, Amazon. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, people don't want to people don't want to literally start their lives off saying, oh yeah, people are telling me my 20s are supposed to be having fun and I'm spending all my 20s working. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I understand exactly what you're saying because what was I about to say? Because it's like most of most of people back in the day they would spend like a certain amount of years on one job and Mm -hmm. they're comfortable with that one job whereas you know our society if we don't like one job we're going to quit it and then try to find something else and if that job don't work out we're going to quit that and find something else and we're just going to continuously do that until we actually find something that can solidify who we are and what what that company or what that job can bring to the table that can benefit us rather than just stay in one place. Yeah. I think think that's that's what this generation has done. It has built the courage to do that. Yeah. the, the, The grandmas and the grandpas and the moms and the dads and the uncles and the aunties may not like it, but... The truth is, this day and age, you don't have to struggle to do anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, technology is literally the example of that. It's literally the, the epitome of that. You don't have to struggle to do anything. And nope. it even gets better when you're in well-developed countries like the United States, the UK, most of Europe. And when we look at it from that aspect, that's some positivity 
to generations such as this. But I think that sometimes where we get derailed is where we tend to change things because of solely, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Solely a riot. Societal norms? No, not oh, just societal okay. norms. Just total rebellious attitude. Mm. You, know, you notice that sometimes we just say no just to be rebellious, not because but, we have actual reasons. And but you know, underestimate, one second, and we underestimate mm-hmm. and ignore the reasons that our moms and our dads, our uncles and our grandpas and our grandpas, the reasons that they had before they created social norms. And I feel like that's where we're in a bit of a pickle because we do not understand the reasons of why they did the things they did. But because of our rebellious attitude, we just want to change. Uh, you know, it's interesting because the reason I don't agree with that is because their ideology can still work. It just depends. It restricts you to how many fields you can do in today's day and age because the structure of what we need is different. You know what I'm saying? Back then, it's the same in a sense. We do need engineers. We do need, you know what I'm saying? We need engineers. We need teachers. We need this. But at the same time, we don't need them on the same scale that we needed them in the past. For example, the um, I learned this, but almost over 50% of accountants are retiring. 50 over 50 percent y'all that are retiring right now like right now most of the accounting industry is going there they are, they are going they are getting ready to go into the grave yeah again they are, they are getting their bad sense that's crazy y'all so i thought of it like that and i started recognizing that honestly i think what it is is we're living in a time where Needs are shifting um, generationally. I think our generations are too young to really have an identity yet. And I think that's the thing right now that I really had to come to grips with and recognize that my nigga, most millennials are literally in their 30s right now. Mm-hmm. Most millennials are in their 30s. The, the age difference between your baby boomer and a millennial is insane. And then you scale that with us. Most millennials aren't rich. Most boomers aren't rich, but most of the wealth is with the boomers. You know what I'm saying? So how I see it is there's a systematic chasm because of the fact that they can't they'll never be able to understand what the reality like to reality is like today of being an American. Back then if you wanted a better life for yourself, you went to college. Now, it's is college really a better life for myself? Like, you you really have to sit there and really evaluate, is college really a better life for me? So, I mean, that's just what I think, and that's why I don't agree, because I believe that grandma and grandpa and uncle, the, the standards of what they had to know is different from us. We still have to understand what life looks like without college. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You you feel that earning your degree, and you feel that earning your degree. Like for me, 
it, it, for me, honestly, I'm sitting here like, if this is like what the workforce is like without a degree, my nigga, this shit trash. This shit terrible. For entry level niggas. Yeah, it just depends on like your your I don't even know what I'm about to say, but it just depends on your drive and who you are as a person. Yeah. Cause uh like I said, most most of uh like <clears throat> excuse me, like Michael said with this pandemic, like most people they quit their jobs and they actually they're doing stuff for themselves making their own entrepreneurs. Like I said before, like Shout out to the government for giving enough self uh, unemployment for people to try to do that. And like back in those days with the grandmas and grandpas' uh, schools set systems aside for them to like, okay, so when you get out of college, you can already have this job secured for you. Whereas you don't really see that. Because I thought say we do not sponsor Smoothie King the dog. We do not. We do not. I put that. I put it out the way real fast. You saw that? Because like in like today's like college, you don't really see uh, them like connecting with companies. And nah, saying, you have to do it. The student okay. has to do it nowadays. Okay. okay, they they're not really partnering with companies saying, okay, can you come here talk to these people? And like, say okay, if you get this done, that done, get these credits, get do that class, then after all that is said and done, you can internship here, and we and we'll give you a full time position as you graduate. No, you don't really see that, and it's it's here, but we, us now, we actually have to go out and get it, whereas it was already placed in the school systems and college systems when. Mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers were actually nowadays for that service you have to go to like a Harvard or like a Yale or like a a big HBCU or you know a big institution in a in a good city. Yeah, and you also have to like find a way to actually communicate and talk to people to get to know what you want to do and where to find the right right people to get it done. Mm-hmm. That's why location means everything in today's day and age. It's one of those things that mean a lot. I wouldn't yeah. say it means everything, but it means a shit ton. You had anything else to say, Michael? Not All right, we about to wrap it up, but we haven't done this in a while, so we back at it again with uh, the Would You Rather. Thank God, I miss Would You Rather. I miss Wizard Rap. I will bring back Urban Trivia for Juneteenth, but they don't. Y'all know this story. <laughs> I'm not about yeah. to say it again. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you should know our story. Man. So, uh, oh. this can be a couple of quick questions. We're about to wrap it up real quick. So, the first one is Would you rather have a button to instantly fold and put up your clothes or instantly wash dishes? Um, definitely instantly fold and put up my clothes. I can throw stuff in the dishwasher. Okay, I'm rephrase it just because you said that. <laughs> Would you rather have a button to instantly fold and put up your clothes or instantly hand wash your dishes without a dishwasher? Hmm. Well, still fold my clothes, buddy. Pull up clothes. 
Yeah, because honestly, I don't even really got to put up dishes like that. Honestly, I just wait till the dishwasher is... Dishwashers are game-changing, really. You can't get no dishwasher in this scenario. Shout out to the white man. Anyways, Michael... <laughs> Washing dishes isn't that hard. Just put in some headphones, in my opinion. I'd rather, okay. I, I'd rather wash dishes than full clothes. It takes longer. Michael, what you saying? I didn't, I didn't know how much I hated it until I got back home. Like, it's not, it's not for me. I do it, but it's not for me. So I'd have to go with a button to wash dishes, man. Nah, bro. Folding clothes. And especially the weight of how high freaking cook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Facts. Ooh! I used to hate that. After my father's done cooking, and cook, boy, me, boy, cleaning after, uh, after like we have like a cookout is the worst thing on God's earth. <laughs> Jesus Lord, bro, the the level of dishes is so disrespectful. You realize how dirty everyone really is, like dead ass, bro. You, s- <coughs> I'm over here washing dishes and I'm sitting here looking like, bro, I know you didn't just leave the meat in the plate. I know you didn't leave these hot eating meats in the bowl in the sink with the soap water. Before y'all mess up, I got a certain guess what paper plates and call it a day so they can go on. But sometimes you want to save the environment. Sometimes. Um, please. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Earth Day. But uh, for me, I would, I would say fold and put little clothes because I got too many clothes and uh. I'll be having a patience to fold them, fold all them clothes and put them up. I treat like washing dishes as like a form of therapy for me. It's just, just give me my own little mindset and groove. That's right. cute. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> Question number two. Would you rather have Batman train you or Iron Man train you in combat? Batman. 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 What is this one going to show me? And how to use the suit? Nigga, please. You probably gonna loan me the suit, and it's probably gonna put me in so much debt to where I can't even get, you know what I'm saying? I can't do nothing with myself. With, with enough knowledge, I can know what Iron Man knows. But I have to experience what Batman knows. So I don't oh. know you just teach me. I have to shout out to, shout out to Bruce Wayne. Okay, okay. Okay, so we all picking Batman, okay. Yeah, so, man. We saying fuck Marvel for right now, but it's cool. Can y'all can tell people? Can y'all tell people that Batman movie was good? I didn't watch it. So um, <gasps> <laughs> next question. Me watching that shit four times. Would you rather have? Loud, <laughs> would you rather have loud neighbors or nosy neighbors? Um, definitely loud neighbors. I can put in headphones. I hope it's not fucking though, cause sex is sex loud gets annoying. Would you rather have party neighbors or nosy neighbors? Oh, I have I have party party neighbors. I I hate nosy neighbors. My neighbors are so nice, and I and I hate them all. I hate them all, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> the 
hard. I don't want to have to have, have to be wearing headphones for the rest of my life. Crazy neighbors, and then every time they look at me, all I need to give them eye contact, and they won't come. To no, me. but but them but them the ones where you see are right. them the ones I'm gonna get restriction order for. No restriction order. Restraining order. They're gonna come to you, but But the the thing is though, like, all right. The thing with nosy neighbor, nosy neighbors is you don't want to deal with the dilemma of oh I told them off now my house my house is getting robbed and because they're nosy they're watching it but they're not saying nothing because I didn't say fuck you you know what I'm saying <laughs> but I don't <laughs> but I'm just saying though with your neighbors you want to have a good relationship with them. In my opinion, but you can have a good relationship and they're not nosy. See, asking me, I'm I'm kind of in between because I, uh, I ain't gonna say I'm a nosy person, but I'm a noisy person. And if if somebody having a party, I might just go over there for a couple of couple of hours. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Until my social battery died and leave, I can go to sleep from. I can go to sleep in noise any day I want to. So I don't really bother me. But I, I take the uh, the party neighbors any day. Um, <clears throat> would you rather have a hundred k a year doing a nine to five, or fifty, or fifty k a year as an entrepreneur? Oh, the work you gotta. Being an entrepreneur is round the clock. It's fifty k. Well, it depends, cause. Both of them, I can upsize, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't say anything against upsizing it. Mm-hmm. And 50K a year can turn... It doesn't... Ha- it, this is till I die? Or this is just 50K a year to start? 50K a year to start. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. If I make 50K in a year as an entrepreneur, that's more than I'm making now. And if that's a first year... Oh my God! <laughs> if that's from today, if that's from today till December, uh, I'm I'm taking that gladly with a smile. Might even drop out of school. I'm just playing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. You sticking with a hundred K, Michael? Yeah. Nine to fives are draining. What's a nine? A nine to five doesn't have to be a mechanical job or a physical job. That's what my mindset. A nine to five can be a virtual workstation. So for me, still draining. Yeah, I understand, but I've seen nine to fives that are actually nine to fives. They're more like they're more like twelve to three. Like, like I'm gonna give you an example, Michael. This is where I realized the the job thing is more mental than physical. When when a person we know, they was working at a place, and <clears throat> they're they're receptionists, but they are coming home. All they do is they sit there, they tell the people what they need to tell the people, they call some people, they sit there and they watch their TV. 
and then they go home. But they're doing it for 10 hours. When they come home, they are dead. They are dead to the world. They are tired. Jobs, it's mental, bruh. I don't, I don't care what no one's saying. A job is mental. It's the fact that it's not, oh, it's not, I got to come here and spend 10 and a half hours or five and a half hours or eight and a half hours or six and a half hours. It's the fact that I have to do this five times throughout the week. I have to do this four times throughout the week because the first three days is the first two days is nothing. Then you get day three. Then you get day four. And then they say, hey, I kind of sleep need you for day five. You are dead. Now you take, you know what I'm saying? That's them, them nine to five, them things is very. That's what most corporations um, try to institute, like a mental, mental day towards their employees. I don't really think they, you can have a mental day, but I don't really think they institute that anymore. But that's one of the, that's one of the leading causes of why people are quitting their jobs because their companies don't provide them with like a sort Bruh, of health checks. I learned that in Europe. First off, the vacation. My uncles, I used to wonder why my uncles, they're coming from Europe and they're spending a month at the house. What? Where is your life? <laughs> you're spending a month here. Where, where is your life? But, bro, that's how their vacation works. European people, they work a few months, they leave off a few months. Work a few months, they leave off a few months. They don't work as much as Americans and their productivity is just as much as Americans. Yeah. So I would take the 50k a year as an entrepreneur because I can I can increase that. It, it might be some hard ass work, but I can increase that and I can actually set my own schedule and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's my one. goal. I got one more. I believe you already did this one. But we'll do it again. Uh, would you rather have your siblings be your friends or your friends be your siblings? My friends be my siblings. Aww, Why the hell? Why the hell would I want? You you know what I'm saying? Six six years old? Come on now! What am I gonna what is what am I gonna do with that one? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's my friend right there. Nigga, love, please. You can love and cherish her. Like Nigga, you, please. Like you do now, you can love and cherish her. I can't love and cherish a six-year-old how I can love and cherish a 19-year-old. Or a 20-year-old. That's adorable, man. Yeah, man. I, I Look, I love and cherish my favorite six-year-old. Favorite six-year-old in the world. But nigga, come on now. Michael, what you picking? Not six yet, by the way. What you said? I said... I'ma uh, I'm take my friends as siblings in it. Okay, so we all we all in agreement with that one. No disrespect, brother. I love y'all. <laughs> I don't. I, <laughs> that one is between you. That's between you and your brothers, Justin. <laughs> that one. <laughs> we can't save you on that one. Y'all don't have to save me. I can save myself. All right. So <laughs> that has the. <laughs> That has been a quick little wrap up of the Would You Rather. Uh, it's been a great session, y'all boys. It's been it's been a great little chat. It's been a great comeback. That's what it's been. We got some things off our 
got some things off our minds, and we say what we said, and we meant what we said too. Well, yes, sir. Um, you know, it's your boy Justin. We got your boy Boo. Hurrah! <laughs> we got your boy Michael. Well, Michael, what you say? Ew! It's a dance, man. Word? It's your, it's your boy Michael. Mm. Once again, this is the What You're Saying podcast. Follow us on all of our social medias on Instagram, on YouTube, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you find your podcast app. Uh, follow us on TikTok. I hate it here. And once mm. again, we are no longer lit live and local. Why? Mm. Because we out. <laughs>